Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Today, I'm honored to welcome our guest, Holly Jean Jackson, author of Inspiration Contagion. She is a woman who has many similar interests. I'm really excited to dive in, but before we do, I'd love to hear your story. How did you become this author and what was the journey that led you there? Yeah. So in addition to becoming an author, I also run my own business. I It's called Holly Jean Jackson, LLC. So I'm a holistic business coach working with health and wellness business owners and entrepreneurs to start and scale their business. Now, I didn't start in this space. I actually started in nonprofit many years ago, worked in the education system, university, And I found that while I crossed industries and had lots of different jobs at different companies, there was kind of this consistent thread across my skill set, and that was strategy, technology, and marketing. And obviously, those also require a great deal of communication and program management skills. What's really interesting is through my experience in the corporate world, as well as the public sector, I kept experiencing these layoffs. And every single time I had a layoff, it was also coupled with a negative health challenge, whether that was my spinal surgery, whether that was a severe concussion, regardless, each time it was showing this pattern. So then the third layoff I had, I finally stepped back and was like, this, this is insanity. Like there's clearly this pattern here. This is not working. I, this, the system of corporate America is actually just not a great fit for me. So I stepped back and I took some time between jobs and I took one last corporate job, but with the intention of using that to fund starting my own business. And so from there, I started as a health coach initially, but then decided I really wanted to help the whole person. I wanted to offer people that were stuck in corporate jobs or stuck in industry jobs and wanted something else, a different avenue, a different opportunity, a trail map forward. So the book is specifically starting with one of the tenants of my business. So my tagline is health clarity business. That is the whole you, the whole business. And the book is The Health Secrets for Raving Success. It's the first of three. And it gives you that trail map and that guide alongside really vulnerable, authentic stories of my personal journey, including the layoffs and the health challenges and how you can set a really strong health foundation so you can live live and build your dream life. Amazing. I love that because my experience has shown me that they're not disconnected. And I always found it because I'm trained as a traditional coach, like a proper ICF accredited, you know, and certified coach. And inside of that ontological conversation um, in my training and, and, and the formations that I chose, I realized there was a huge missing element and, and that, that was health. Right. And it sounds like you also realized that. And it's like, I found that I, I had so much of an uphill battle when health was out of alignment 
Uh, whereas when I could bring health into alignment and then use the coaching skills, that it was a pathway to success, which is, it sounds like similar to kind of what you have uh, decoded or figured out, so to say. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'm still human as well. So I would say that the book is written for everybody else, but also for me to continue to use because we always have new challenges and new triggers that we can still be working through over time. And it just, it's so essential. And it's really interesting. People will hire me and initially they're focused as business. They're like, I want to get these things done in my business, but we'll dive into their sales conversation, their sales conversions. And we'll find that there's actually a gap with their health or a gap with their mindset. And so I have to tap into those health accredited um, skills that I've learned, as well as some of the life coaching skills that I've learned from, you know, different programs that I've done. So it really is about the whole person and you can't really separate them from each other. You can't, you can. So I always talk about food, fitness, and mindset because like, you know, one without the other is kind of like just half of the picture or I should say a third of the picture, <laughs> if I'm accurately speaking. And they do, they kind of like weave uh, in and out of each other. And uh, what we find in the marketplace, um, and you and I are unique in that, is that usually they're just like health coaches that just know about health and the how-to without really strong coaching skills for the transformational piece um, and then, or you find people who are really skilled at coaching, but they don't have really expertise, skill, or interest in the, in the health. So it's really fascinating. Um, and I, I too have had the same experience. I was talking to a client today. She's like top of her game as a coach. Um, she's really like interested in health, trying to get it back on track. That was so interesting because it's like as seasoned as she is and as seasoned as you are and as seasoned as I am, we still wake up every day human, like you said. And we've got stuff like in the environment, right? There's like worry, anxiety, fear, um, maybe excitement, um, hope, you know, there's all these things in, in the, in the sphere. And it's like, what do you do with those things that, um, that are uncomfortable or that may be kind of holding you back in some way, like, like the fear or the anxiety or the worry. I'm really curious uh, to see kind of how you, or what you use to channel it. Well, what's interesting with the first, before you answer that question that you just stated is you should never hire a coach that doesn't have their own coach, because even if you're excellent at coaching, Agreed. you can't coach yourself very well because you don't see all your blind spots. Now that's not to say that once I wake up, like somebody calls me out on my stuff, then yeah, I have the tools to get out of that rut or out of that rabbit hole, so to speak. But mm -hmm. even though I've been doing this for a long time. I still need my business coach, my oh. health coach, my life coach. And so mm, mm. if you're looking for somebody to work with, if they're not continually learning, they're not going to be a good fit because oh. they've stopped. Um, so back to your question, how do you use anxiety and fear? How do you channel that? So one of the stories that I share in the book really speaks to this directly. So I had just experienced a divorce and I was going through a difficult time. I was trying to do the spiritual inventory um, for this program I was doing on codependency to own up to my part of what went wrong in the marriage. So I decided to get past that, that I was going to go backpacking alone in the woods. And I had been backpacking before, but anyhow, I go backpacking. And on the second day I was walking and I hadn't seen anybody all mornings for several hours. And I looked down and there were some fresh paw prints on the ground and another smaller set. So then I turned the next corner and sure enough, wrong place, wrong time. There was mama bear and she started charging towards me. 
my life flashed before my eyes. And as this is happening, I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is a great time to go. I've journaled forgiveness. I'm in a peaceful state. But then I got really angry and I said, I didn't come out here for this. And so I took a step forward and I charged the bear back. So it sounded like, you know, like two bears fighting in the woods and come to the end of this, I had to charge her twice for it to be effective and it did work. And she walked away. The reason I share this story is not that it's common to be facing a bear and charging a bear in the woods. The reason I share it is because we all have bears in our life. So perhaps your bear today that you're facing is leaving an unhealthy relationship. Perhaps your bear is going a different career path. Perhaps your bear is starting your own business. Whatever your bear is, I'm here to tell you that there's no bear too big for you to charge head on. And in doing so, by facing your fears head on, by facing that bear, you will experience freedom and clarity and so much, so much empowerment. So what are you waiting for? Love it. That's so motivational and inspirational. What a crazy experience. I can't even imagine. I've come by quite a few bear my time on my on the trail, but never did I have one chair to charge at me. That must have been intense at best. And I think it's a great analogy for uh, what we all face every day. Um, and in order to see it, we have to have that, that clarity um, and that honesty. You know, one of my favorite books of all time is Getting Real. Uh, by Susan Campbell. And um, I think that it's, you know, common that people want to run away from these uncomfortable things, right? Hide, avoid, uh, paralyze, uh, let it overwhelm. And so I love your advice, you know, like look at it head on, you know, and get really yeah. honest with it. Um, which for me is come into more of a loving, forgiving conversation, accepting conversation. Somehow by <clears throat> looking at it through that lens, it's really helped me to integrate um, as opposed to like resist, like I used to think the ego was like, oh, it should be annihilated. You know, I'm really strong, uh, long background in uh, like Buddhism and yoga, uh, ideology and whatnot, and theology. And, uh, it used to be like the enemy. And now I'm like, oh wait, no, it's just a relationship. <laughs> That's just a relationship. Um, so tell yeah. me why three books? What, what, what's the, uh, what are you thinking in terms of the, the next two? Yeah, so Inspiration Contagion is meant to be a trilogy series. And what's really interesting is I started to write this book several times, but never got past the first chapter. The reason was, was I was, first of all, writing it from the wrong perspective. I was writing it from the perspective of pain and challenge when what I wanted to share was, yes, there's pain. Yes, there are these struggles and challenges, but I want to share inspiration and how you can overcome those challenges and how you can move chronic pain from being the focal point of your life to being creative and letting it be a benefit and moving past that. So the first book is on health. And when I met my publisher, all of the BS reasons I was giving for not writing the book, she cut through in one session. And part of it was, I was trying to put too much into one book. And when she broke it down for me and said, well, wait, if we're doing this as a business amplifier and your tagline is health clarity business, and these are three categories you want to write across, what have you just tackled one? And I was like, that makes so much sense. Not to mention health was the first one I wanted to tackle. And it was mm -hmm. most timely given with everything that's happening in the world during the pandemic while we're recording this. Yeah. 
And I felt like it was so essential. And we launched it this January. So this month we launched just last Monday, a week Yay. ago. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. Yeah. So it was really important to me to share inspiration, healing, and light because there's so much fear and darkness and hopelessness out there. Yeah. So I wanted to give people that trail map and toolkit to have that hope. Yeah, there's so much and we need each other. I think the isolation is like been one of the most challenging things. And it's one of the reasons why I have this podcast as well is to be able to, you know, be in a conversation that's meaningful, hopefully inspiring, um, you know, for folks out there, uh, because I know a lot of you are overwhelmed who are listening. A lot of you um, are feeling kind of hopeless um, just one day after the next. And it's really, it can be really challenging to restart, to, to, to be fired uh, you know, to be um, trying to figure out what the next step is when you can't really see the future very clearly. It's tricky. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite things for people that are experiencing overwhelm. So if you've seen the movie inside out, there's the different characters, there's happiness, there's sadness, et cetera. Love that well, one. Yeah. <laughs> if we put a character for overwhelm, let's name him Oliver perhaps, or Olivia. So you have this <laughs> Oliver character of overwhelm and she's just feeling like crushed. Like there's like this block on her. Well, if we want to combat that with a superhero power, I like to call that break it down Betty. So when you have Oliver overwhelm in your emotional toolkit and your brain just wreaking havoc, stop, recognize that, accept it, but then go to break it down Betty and figure out the next baby step forward to get through that. Yeah. Gosh, you know, slowing down, slowing down. I mean, I am like such a high performer, super typical type A kind of gal, like a lot of the women listening. And if COVID's taught me one thing, it's to slow the heck down. And guess what? Stuff still gets done. Like enormous amounts of things get done. If I can just slow down, break it down. And I noticed that rushing was actually robbing me of the moment. And I had no idea how much I was in the future, like just trying to get stuff done, then that, that until I slowed down. And I was like, okay, wow, I just need to like be here now. And that was my practice for last year. And this year I'm definitely gonna be continuing it because it was bringing a lot of awareness last year. And this year I wanna like actually like be in the moment, not just be aware that I'm in the future, right? <laughs> So interesting. I love that little buddy idea. That's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, it <laughs> helps it you out. take the power back a little more easily. And, and I think naming something takes away this, I don't know, unknown about it. Um, so the more we can label our characters and our emotions and have a relationship with them, because in the book when, on the chapter on chronic pain, um, which I feel like it actually applies to any challenge you're facing, there's like seven steps that you take. Yeah. Yeah. The first step is awareness and acceptance, right? So mm -hmm. becoming aware, knowing that there's this problem, but instead of pushing away and rejecting, because what we repel comes back to us tenfold. Totally. So if we just accept that we have pain, not accept it from the lens of like, this is going to suffocate me, but just accept it instead of pushing it away or accept we have sadness, except we have this challenge then we can step back and use that break it down Betty process, get creative, amplify our creative muscle and come up with new solutions to move forward. I love it. It so resonates deeply with me. I have names for my like little, little tricky parts of my personality. Definitely. One of them you're going to laugh at. One of them I call gutless guru. 
<laughs> that's really good <laughs> but naming it right we can laugh about it but, but boy yeah. I mean it's not always nice to be around her you know <laughs> yeah. so what are some tools you use like in your day-to-day to kind of manage it like your businesses I mean your book your other business that I want to talk about um and um and just your relationship and just like how do you like how do you find I mean balance may not be the right word but how do you find flow and how do you kind of what is what are some of your things that you use and this this is helpful because like it gives the women listening permission to know like oh I that 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 works too you know Yeah. Um, Well, one of the most important practices that is non-negotiable for me is my morning routine. Mm -hmm. So for me, I learned this actually from Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And then I kind of had already been intuitively doing something like that, but then that book gave me more structure to play and experiment even further. Mm -hmm. So my routine typically looks like some meditation at my table, my meditation table, And then from there, I like to tap into, this is different from Hal's process, tap into energetically the values, my four core values, plus inspiration and love. And because I'm an empath, I do kind of this energy practice of feeling that ball of energy, expanding it around me for protection, as well as like resonating with positive energies And then amplifying that energy into spaces that I'll be throughout the day so that I feel my own energy. I can be authentic and show up as the best version of me. From there, I do a visualization practice where I will visualize my long-term, you know, 10-year goal and sensory like dig into that so that I'm inspired and ignited for the day. But then I'll also visualize key moments for the upcoming day and how I want to show up and kind of set that intention for that day. If it's a day where I'm full of lots of meetings or interviews like today, it's more about connection and being of service, for example, as an intention. So Mm. my morning routine has that plus affirmation work, often exercise, things like that. And when I do that consistently every day, my day goes so much better, right? There's less rushing. I'm more present. I'm in touch with my intuition. I get incredible ideas, including the name for my podcast and book inspiration contagion that came from the meditation pillow. (laughs) Um, I know what clients I need to check in with because I'm in the moment. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So that's one of the big ones. And then also, because I'm also very type a like you, I have what I call two different toolkits. One is my stress and anxiety toolkit. So there are breathing techniques on there. There are yoga things. There's all kinds of specific things on that menu so that when I start to freak out or get super anxious, or I don't put up my energy quite the right way and somebody's kind of draining me, I can go to that toolkit right away and get right. And then I have my self-care menu. And my self-care menu is a short list of things where when we have those days where it hits the fan or we start feeling completely drained or we overdo it on type A roller coaster, um, we can refuel ourselves and hopefully not hit burnout as quickly because self-care is so essential when you're doing lots of big creative things in the world. Totally. Yeah. So folks, if you're feeling overwhelmed just by hearing about what she does, don't fear. Um, She's just, you know, a seasoned practitioner. Um, But I think the common denominator that I found with every woman I've interviewed on this podcast, we're up at about almost 50 women now, um, is this morning ritual. Because the day starts and we're serving and we're just doing. 
um, that morning ritual is non-negotiable. I love that word that you use, non-negotiable. And for you, it could be any one of the things that you that you know that she mentioned. It could be it could be all of them, right? So there's no um, there's no right formula except for the one that works for you. Would you agree? Absolutely. And so while I'm, I'm sharing what works for me, this is also something that I've built over several years. So my morning routine is very mature. Um, when I started my morning routine, it was simply just meditation and some visualization. And I like would journal two things I was grateful for. That was it. And it took me five minutes. Yeah. It's not complicated. It's just about showing up and having something that works for you. And for some of my clients where I teach them this and they start experimenting because it is an experiment and you are the only scientist that knows what works for your body. That's right. Yeah. Um, some of them just need exercise. They they're in a state of flow exercising or they have a yoga practice yeah. or they have fire breathing. Um, so there really is no right answer. It's just figure out what works for you and play with it and stick with it. Yeah. And I've noticed that there's some com- common factors for uh, people because uh, I've worked with thousands of students in over 60 countries. And so I know um, that everyone's morning routine is totally different, but there are a couple of common denominators. One of them is clearing, you know, clearing the field like you would, but it's an energetic field, right? So like you would sweep the kitchen floor or you would clean the sink out or do the dishes. It's the same kind of thing, but it's like in your energy, right? It's like clearing that field. Um, and then it's also bringing flow, right? Bringing flow into, those are some, some kind of very broad stroke common denominators. I too, I'm a big exerciser in the morning. I love that. But then for years, I had this elaborate breathwork practice for two and a half hours every morning from like four to six. And then I had a two and a half hour yoga practice after that. And it was, that was pretty elaborate. It's very time consuming, but I did that for like 22 years. And it was like, and then I just changed it up, you know? So, so it's constantly evolving based on, you know, like my daughter, when she was an infant, it looked differently than it does now that she's 17, you know, and so on and so forth. So, so folks find a practice mornings, non-negotiable self-care time. It's essential for your success. Um, so tell us about your mastermind group. Uh, for those of you who are looking to pivot, for those of you who are looking to, to dig it deeper into your success um, as a person and also for your businesses, um, tell us about your mastermind. Yeah. So our mastermind is really focused on people who are growing their business or they're in like a marketing role and they're trying to help another business grow. And it's called the business builder ninja community. We call it ninja because we give ninja tips. These are pro tips that are tested across three different experts. Cause I have two other business partners that are amazing. And we have complementary skills to create amazing success for our tribe. In this community, we have weekly calls and every third call is mastermind specific where we dive into our members' challenges, what's keeping them up at night and give them real life solutions that they can take action on immediately instead of staying up worried, anxious at night and stressed. We give them answers and tools and strategies that work. We also teach them tried and true methods across marketing strategy and business development that we have case studies across. We know work with the step-by-step tools to do it. So it's not that quick fix that you can find on YouTube. It's real professionals giving you real solutions. And right now we have a free 21 day trial to make the decision super easy. You can test it out, make sure it's a fit for you. 
And then after that, it's only $67 a month. Super affordable if you've looked at masterminds. Right now, our whole goal is just to help more people create amazing businesses and get the word out there to help more people in the world. Amazing. Holly Jean Jackson, where do people find you? What's the best way for them to find out more about the mastermind and your book? To find out about the mastermind, you can visit businessbuilders.com forward slash ninjas. And I will provide the link to Jennifer to include in the show notes. And to find me on the website, it's www.hollyjeanjackson.com. And then if you are interested in spreading inspiration and healing and learning more about those health secrets for raving success, you can find the book on Amazon. It's an ebook format for only $1.99 because again, I just want to help people heal their lives as well as paperback. And you can find that on Amazon and Jennifer also has that link. Thank you so much. Any last words of wisdom for our listeners? Yeah. So my last words for almost every interview I do is that nothing changes without action. So why don't you take that first step and that first action towards living the life of your dreams? Beautiful. Thank you so much for being with us and sharing yourself and your wisdom. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. I mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.